what you really want you what you really want you really want you really want you what you want you really 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 want you really
that I actively dislike. Yeah. Uh, we're up to two now. Yeah, out of that's not bad. I, I guess it's like 135 or something oh. if you include Tower Club. Anyway, um, that one was fun. It's going to be fun. I'm yeah. confident it's going to wind up being a good episode. I'm excited to, to go do their podcast. Some stuff. Yeah, it's that'll be, be great. coming out sometime. I'm planning to watch November. watch the movie election and then watch it again with my laptop out to take notes. Really going to dive deep. Jessica d- does it this way for their show. Really? I don't know if, if you have listened to their show, but she is a, uh, a heavy researcher. It's it's pretty cool. Well, I will do be doing one single watching of the <laughs> film election, which uh, by all accounts is a great movie. It's but good. Definitely won't be watching it twice for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's maybe, maybe I get a wild hair and re- really enjoy it and uh, just just get my Broderick on twice, baby. <laughs> Yeah, you know, about to have a lot of time on my hands, so I'll fill, fill it with watching the same movie twice in a row. Well, you're filling some of that time with a ice cold beer right now, Andy. Sure what am. are you drinking over there? We are. We're going to taste test this, Dan. See if you can place it. I, I bet. I'm guessing you've had this um, local beer before. You had this one. It's very light mm-hmm. in color. Glug glug glug. We're drinking from those Batman mugs, the Batman Forever mugs. Andy, mm-hmm. my best guess as to what this is, is that you are doing a bit and we're drinking a Bud Light right this, now. This is a Bud Light. <laughs> is it? Yeah. It, it tastes like a straight up Bud Light. <laughs> That's what it is. If I've ever had one. Well, I was I poured a cup of coffee <laughs> and looked down and saw that it was 1242 uh-huh. p.m. It's like. Well, I'm not drinking coffee at 12:42 yeah. on a Sunday. I would have to like try to sleep tonight and it's go to Bud school Light in the morning, time, baby. No, I went in the I went in the fridge to see if I had beer. And earlier this weekend, I had three different kinds of craft beer that are now gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, don't know where those went. <laughs> Probably through a couple <laughs> people's bodies. Uh, and uh, all I had was one Bud Light, Dan, that I got fresh off the line at the Budweiser factory in St. Louis. Wow. Probably a year ago. Oh, my Don't goodness. Don't even remember what show I was up there to see. And I went on the Budweiser tour, which was uh, cool to see the grounds. Sure. But one of the worst beer tours I've ever been on. I've been on a lot of brewery tours. Mm. Mothers, uh, Doug Riddle, for the guy from Team Taco, gave the Mothers tour that I went on. It's by far the best one, actually getting into the brewing and fermentation process. The Budweiser tour... Um, gave you very little actual scientific information mm-hmm. about brewing beer. And it's the, like the biggest beer manufacturing plant in the... It's a brewery. Yeah. The biggest brewery in the country. And yet, they don't really talk about the logistics of that or the science behind it. It was not great. You do get to see the horses, You though. get to see the horses, the though, Andy. And that's really what it's all about. Uh, mm-hmm. That's the only beer tour I have ever been on. Oh, you went on it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this was... I mean, I was probably a nine teenage. No, seriously, like, uh, no, I did not get to. Uh, I I did gain access to the sampling room, but I think I they do have like Coca Cola on tap there yeah. as well for the children. And I mean, my dad hasn't drank since before I was born. Uh-huh. Uh, I think it was probably me, him, and my mom. My mom, who also does not drink very often, yeah. uh, maybe has a margarita here yeah. and there uh, on a long road trip, you know. In the car. In the morning. <laughs> a roadie? <laughs> yeah, it's just a quick roadie. Uh-huh. You know the terminology. Wow. Uh, no, we were definitely just there for my mom to see those big clip-clopping Clydesdale <laughs> horses. She, cool. she loves some, some big old horses. I mean, my parents 
don't and have never drank, and I'm mm-hmm. sure they would love that tour also. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. I think my, my dad's act- actively talked about going on that tour. Hi, Mom and Dad. I know you're listening, probably <laughs> eating the Chick-fil-A in your car Saturday morning or whenever you do that. <laughs> That's their routine. We they... got there, Tim, a chicken biscuit. <laughs> but for real, <laughs> they do do that. Step in their pandemic routine is listen to Tower Club on Saturday morning together in the car. Isn't that sweet? That is so sweet, Andy. Yeah. I, I just, I, I wish my parents could work through whatever they're going through. <laughs> <laughs> Get back to those sweet days of enjoying a margarita and some Chick-fil-A in the car on a Saturday morning and listening to <laughs> Spring Food Mo Tower Club. Mm-hmm. No, no, they they absolutely could not figure out how to uh, gain access to these episodes. Yeah. I'm fairly sure that they, when they do listen, just go straight to the website. Mm-hmm. And by the way, Tower Club members, um, you are getting ad-free absolutely. mainline episodes uh-huh. now. So that's a new privilege for you. Here's what I was thinking, Andy. Mm-hmm. No ads in the Tower Club yeah. episodes either. I say we go adless. You know what? I think that was a good idea. Out. No more ads in Tower no Club. No more ads in the Tower Club episodes. And for our Tower Club listeners who pay $5 a month, you mm-hmm. beautiful, beautiful folks, I, no ads in the regular episodes. Yeah. We just decided it was time mm-hmm. to give our Tower Club members a special perk. Oh, absolutely. And speaking of special perks, Andy, we've got a... As far as I could tell, a pretty widely anticipated segment coming up here on the show. Yeah, I mean, you did tease it 30 minutes ago in real time for us. I teased it a mere 30 minutes ago for us, but for listeners of the show, it's been a few days now, and they're wondering, at the end of the last episode, what is the chip, Andy? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure wondering. What is the chip, Dan? I hyped it up, Andy. Yeah, I know. And it's uh, uh I'm kicking know. my feet up. You're kicking your feet I up. I literally You're am, yeah. I'm going to actually have to come over there to you, Andy. Just yesterday, the very same day that I was in that Slugs mm. video yeah. and had a, had a raucous time with all the members of Slugs mm-hmm. and my roommates. Earlier in that day, Andy... You ever heard of the Seven Wonders of the World? Mm-hmm. Which, You're looking at one right here. <laughs> <laughs> kind of stepped on my bit there, but uh, <laughs> Oops. sorry. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. Uh, out of those Seven Wonders, and I'm sure that you can name them all right now without really even pyramids. Thinking about it, yeah, but I think just one Stonehenge. of them. Stonehenge. Yeah, maybe Eiffel Tower. Uh-huh. Um, I think like Nero's Hanging Gardens were one at uh-huh. one point. Uh, Statue of Liberty. World's biggest belt buckle. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so what I want you to do now Mm -hmm. is pick the worst of those. Which one? I mean, there's only seven of them in the world, but which one really sucks? (laughs) Uh, I think the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the Leaning Tower of Pisa. That's gone. Okay. No more taking forced perspective photos to look like you're holding it up or look like it's coming out of your pants, Andy, for whatever reason. Might put it in my back pocket, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you do it like you're laying down on the ground yeah. and it's popping out of your bum. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, that's gone now. Okay. I don't know. I mean, I. you could just remove it from the list. 
but I would just assume they go ahead and demolish it. Things lean mm. in anyway. Yeah. Do you know that the what's the big tower that they go up in Mission Impossible Four? Oh, the Burj Khalifa. You don't think that that thing sways back and forth like fifteen feet? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, a lot of swaying going on. Oh, I think that's just a thing towers do, but that one specifically, real, real big. Doesn't look like it's super I mean, like aerodynamic either. We are sitting at I don't know whatever sea level mm-hmm. here in my backyard. And that that made my stomach turn saying it out loud, the idea of that. I, I, have, I don't <laughs> have a height issue. I don't. Andy, I was in a camper yesterday. Uh, man, I had a jam-packed day yesterday. A glamper? A, a, a camper, Andy. A, you go a, glamping? A recreational <laughs> vehicle uh, owned by uh, Mr. Richie, former guest of the Mainline show. You're hanging out with Richie? Oh, yeah, Andy. That bad boy's... I'm, I hope I'm not surprising y'all. That's only one story. Oh. And that was swaying in the wind, Andy. Whoa. So uh, He's only got one story, camper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really, Richie. Time to, time to upgrade yeah. the camper, bud. You can get you a Burj Khalifa camper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, Andy. That day, that very day yesterday, mm. Saturday, Og- October... 10th October. Mm-hmm. Yep. 11th? 10, 10, 10, 10, 20, 20. And that is why I, I'm assuming the stars all aligned. That's why you watch that episodes of Ren 10, 10, uh-huh. Ren 10, 10 and 2020, the new show mm. uh, did watch all those. Andy, I got in my possession. This big, beautiful bad boy. Whoa. That is a chip. All right. Now, Andy. I had just put on my brand new stereo lab record mm-hmm. that I got, Mars Audiac <laughs> Quintet. This is a video he has taken, just getting every angle oh. of this uh, ch- <laughs> this chip. <laughs> so I took some photos of it, Andy, but it simply just didn't do it justice. Yeah. What we're looking at here is a Boulder Canyon <laughs> red wine vinegar potato chip. The best potato chip there is for my money. Standing looks good on you. This is good. Dance up <laughs> on his you. feet. Looking at that Boulder Canyon red wine vinegar potato chip, Andy. And it seems as if you could call it one chip, but we're talking not one, not two, not three, four chips, Andy, all laid on top of each other and folded in sort of a taco (laughs) to where... (laughs) The chip in the middle, you can't take that out. Mm-hmm. So we're talking layers upon layers of chip, Andy. It's the cronut of potato chips. <laughs> now, yes, I did eat the chip. I did enjoy the chip. <laughs> but for my money, it was one of the most beautiful chips I've ever seen in my life, Andy. <laughs> well... I think um, it's not technically going to qualify for being a wonder of the world since it's now gone. <laughs> I mean, gone. Are any of us ever really gone? Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm pretty well established how I feel about that <laughs> on the Tower Club episodes. Anyway, Andy, the point is it was a really good chip. Uh, I almost recorded myself crunching it. Mm. Uh, but I didn't want any of our misophoniac listeners to unsubscribe. I, w- I would hate for that to happen. Shout out Claire Porter. Does not listen to Tower Club. Certainly I not. did send her the one with her outtakes, and um, 
uh, she said something. Oh, I, I called her Swamp Demon because she referred to herself as that as the, on the Instagram. And she thought somebody else called her that in her text and got mad at someone else. Oh, no. <laughs> you, you caused a rift between Claire yeah. Porter and one of her it, friends. It took like, like two days for her to respond. And she was like, oh, I thought somebody else called me Swamp Demon and I got mad. <laughs> it's like, well, no, if Andy says it, it's fine. Wow. So if you're one of our Tower Club listeners who, of course, did subscribe mm. to hear the story of the chip, mm-hmm. capital T, capital C, uh, thank you so much. And please stay subscribed for more wonderful content like that. I, I mean, I, I hope it, it lived up to the hype. I have a Laboba story. Please. Um, that I, I didn't tell on the main episode for, I don't know. I, I didn't intend to. I intended to save it for this. So um, I went with another person who repeatedly claims that she doesn't like sweet food. And it's just not true. Wow. It's not true. But anyway, I was like, hey, uh, I got to go to this ice cream place reluctantly. Dan, I, I had a hard time getting to this place because it's got so much going on. It's like, oh, I guess I'll go eat ice cream. Yeah. I'm not, I love dessert, but I don't, I don't eat it very often just for, you know, trying to keep it tight. Oh, <laughs> it's working, Andy. <laughs> anyway, um, so I say, uh, can, I, I got to go to this ice cream place. You want to go? And of course, you know, she, she said, I'll watch you eat ice cream. Sure. And I said, I don't like that. But <laughs> <laughs> she said, I'm, I'm not going to eat ice cream unless I have some bourbon with it. And I pulled right over to the gas station. <laughs> and so she walked in and said, um, she, well, she came back with, with two, two um, like 100 milliliter Jack Daniels things. And she goes, it's buy one, get, it was buy one, get one free. Sure. Like, I said to myself, that's not a thing that happens. <laughs> not with Jack Daniels. And she later revealed to me, well, she retold the story to somebody else, and I did not realize. I, she just didn't tell me the story when we were in the car. And turns out that, um, she, uh, similar to me, this person is a chit-chat. She'll chit-chat with a person sure. behind the counter, which I will too, and it's pretty fun. And uh, I guess the, the, the ladies behind the counter at the signal or whatever, wherever we were, we're, uh, we're asking her why she was buying a single Jack Daniels. Um, not that it's in anyone's business, but... And she said, well... And then she just told him. She said, my dude wanted to get ice cream tonight, and I told him I wouldn't get it unless I could drink bourbon with mm. it. And so they gave her an extra one for oh. me. <laughs> Which is really cool. That is... The charm that a person must have to receive a free... Not like a soda, but a scanned alcohol item Mm -hmm. from a gas station who uh, I'm pretty sure they make a lot of money off of selling that stuff to people. Yeah. Just, wow. Must be a very charming individual, Andy. For sure. And um, I also realized that I had been drinking even more than I thought during the pandemic Mm. because I I saw one of those bottles has 100 milliliters. Mm. And I said, oh, it's just over two shots. Because I was somehow under the impression that a jigger, 44 milliliters, was a shot. Oh. And it turns out that is not the case. A shot is 30 milliliters. Really? And so I'd been drinking <laughs> about a triple and a half of uh, Jim Beam most nights during the pandemic. I, <laughs> I think a Springfield shot might be yeah. a little more than 30 I think it millimeters. Is. Yeah. I don't know how many thir- 30 millimeter shots yeah. I've ever Well, received. milliliter, Dan. I don't think I've... <laughs> 30, a 30 millimeter shot would be 
Oh, 30 millimeter shots yeah, like the yeah. whole, let's, like the let's whole get bottle. Stuff. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, good time. I'll talk more about that at some point, probably. Fantastic. But, uh, I don't know. I thought that was a good old story. That was a great story. And, uh, so it? we sat there outside of the, the corner of, uh, like on the curb outside the Boba Cafe, having ice cream. I was taking little sippy sips off that. And how, I was driving, how is so the I just mix? Had a taste. Great. Have you not had ice cream and bourbon before? No, I mean, it sounds oh, really good. It sounds yeah. like a pretty lovely flavor pairing, mm-hmm. especially like a nice butter pecan ice cream. Oh, yeah. That, well, Blake she got- in the last episode brought up how much is avocado ice cream tastes like butter pecan rather mm. than avocado as if it was a negative mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like okay it tastes like the best ice cream <laughs> instead of a freaking vegetable yeah. what is wrong with you well she got the the maple the maple uh, coffee one Ooh, that's the great. bourbon oh mm. man yeah, it was sounds great real, yeah real good Andy. for the record we didn't drink two little things of jack daniels sure. <laughs> i think we barely finished the one uh it was fine anyway great time Great time. Great time, Andy. And speaking of great times, I think it's about time we get to the uh, meat, or rather, vegetables of the show. (laughs) But first, Andy, it's the preheat segment. Now, we have not discussed where we're eating (laughs) next week. (laughs) We have literally no idea. I just me that uh, this is not going to (laughs) work. Should we do it out loud? We should maybe have an on-air production meeting and figure out what we're going to cover next week. Oh, man. I, I mean, if you can come up with something right quick, what, what are you thinking? Well, d- actually, you know what? Taco Habitat just opened. Ooh, wow. And that would be more of a what you eating, but I think it might get us a lot of attention. Oh, sure. <laughs> might draw some attention to the show. <laughs> we just covered Taco Habitat. Yeah. I I love that idea. So, okay. uh What's what's your <laughs> what's your one word analysis so far of your experience with Taco Habitat, which we just came up with as the location for the next episode? Mm. Uncomfortable. Mm. No. Mm. <sighs> I'm so sorry, mom and dad. I hate to waste your time like this. But it's just what Dan does, and I don't edit these. So, uh, isn't Brand- it weird that more people than my parents listen to this? It really is. It is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I yeah. I'm I'm not even really sure what your parents find in it. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to say Bransonian. Oh, that's good. Hmm. Like Richard Branson, take you to space. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was going for. <laughs> okay, so I guess we're doing Taco Habitat. Well, like Richard Branson in that uh I've never had Taco Habitat, so I'm a bit of a Taco Habitat virgin. Mm. <laughs> That's good. Thank you. Yeah. Um and you live in America. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh I've had Tacos El Gordo twice in the past Ugh, 3 days, Dan. So good. I think it it was already one of my favorites, but I think it just catapulted to my... Oh, I shouldn't spoil this, but I guess it's maybe my second or third favorite restaurant in town at this really? point. Really? Wow. Just awesome. Everything there is so good and just so much better than every other version of everything on their menu anywhere else in town. I, that might be where I'm headed right after this, mm. Andy. That sounds pretty good. I'm going to the dugout after this. Ooh, Some of those pulled boy, pork Andy. nachos. Oh, my God. Uh, Whenever uh, Blake brought up nachos on the last episode, I the first thing I went to was the pulled pork nachos from I, the dugout. And I did say that out loud. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That must have been why I went to it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it was sort of subconscious. Yeah. 
in that I heard it from you <laughs> and moved it to the back of my subconscious. <laughs> cool, Dan. I guess we now know what we're going to do next week. Mm-hmm. Good production meeting. Oh, absolutely. And just another banger of a preheat uh-huh. segment. Our, our Tower Club <laughs> listeners' favorite new segment. Which we... You know, canonically, we are supposed to hint at what the next restaurant is without, uh-huh. without revealing what it is. Yeah. <laughs> and now <laughs> we've just done this three different ways, totally butchering whatever the original sure. premise was. Yeah. Well, the original premise was, uh, I would say, a bit undercooking. <laughs> <laughs> much like the food we're going to talk about on this episode was not. Uh, wow. Much like it was not. We should use transitions <laughs> like that more. <laughs> Speaking of not this, <laughs> it was vaguely connected. Made sense. <laughs> yes, sure. In that they both are foods. No, yeah, it connected a food thing to another food thing. Yeah. Okay, Dan. We went to the uh, Prairie Pie Pop Up last wow. night. Actually, I sat and and dined there, and I believe you took your pies away. Mm-hmm. Um, what? What? A, what? A, just a great setup it is. It is there, and of course, this is um. Eleanor Taylor, who's been on the show. Past guest. And who we... Spring food mofo. Yeah, over a year ago. And also, we covered Prairie Pie and Vito's Kitchen Mm -hmm. a year and a half ago. Something like that. So, so long ago. One of Um, my favorite episodes, eating food-wise. Oh, yeah. Really, really enjoyed the food for that So good. And also, one of the... uh, Back when I had time to do original songs... Oh, yeah. For the show. Yeah. Uh, Steve Infinity Richter Pie. last night was just bringing up. He's like, man, I, I just love like the original songs and stuff. I'm just like, well, uh, <laughs> well sorry, bud. <laughs> Got to hit a wall there with those. Uh, well, I made an album. Like it kind of stopped yeah. around the time that I made an album and I got a lot of other stuff going on. Sure. But um, yeah, love Prairie Pie. The crust is already in the Pantheon. It's, it's Pantheon level crust, mm-hmm. folks. But we hadn't had anything savory from Eleanor. No, so. I don't know that. Much of anyone had, Andy. I think this is she kind was of a new thing. throwing down the salt gauntlet. She was, Andy. She threw down the salt gauntlet. Mm-hmm. And boy, it tastes of salt. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, in a good not way. Not extreme. Not no. to an extreme. No. Okay, so there's three different pies. The way this worked was you had to pre-order the pies uh-huh. in advance. I, they, she may have done it where you could just, uh, well, she sold out. Mm-hmm. So you couldn't just order it there. So you pre-ordered um, one, two, three, or three of three different kinds of pies. Uh-huh. And then when you got there, you could get mashed potatoes or you could get um, mini dessert pies or slices of key lime pie. Yep. And they have water and I think a couple other different drinks. There's some kombucha. I think they might have had like hot apple cider, something like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, I paid for our pies in advance. And then we, you know, got some other stuff uh, there. I, I tried most of most of what was available. Mm-hmm. Um, three different types of pies. They had veggie mm-hmm. pop. These are just pop pies with prairie pie crust. Yeah. Veggie. Uh, chicken and beef, beef and mushrooms, beef and mushroom. Yeah. So, uh, I got one of each, Dan. What'd you get? Well, Andy, spin us the yarn. I knew that we had to order these bad boys in advance. And I would say Tuesday. That's definitely what day it was. It was speaking, Tuesday. Speaking of advance, mm-hmm. fans hall, <laughs> advance us some cash. Yes. Buy for an another ad. Advance. <laughs> <laughs> He has uh, no connection whatsoever <laughs> to anything we're talking about. No, not uh-uh. even tangential. Uh, still not super comfortable with telling struggling restaurant owners to uh, cut us checks <laughs> I in did, the middle of this pandemic. I did say, hey, buddy, to Vance as I walked by him <laughs> on Jefferson on the way back from uh, Fido's. Oh. Good, good guy. Good guy. Mm-hmm. Just uh, really, really... Um, 
I don't know how to say this. Bald? Really bald. (laughs) (laughs) Andy, I had one of each pie, much like yourself, in my cart on Tuesday night. But I just had to double check with the old lady, Andy, Mm -hmm. which, you know, like most things girlfriend related, ended up really just biting me in the butt, Andy. Because the (laughs) next day... You like it when she does that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's one of my things. Uh, By the time Wednesday rolled around and I had finally gotten the chance to ask my lovely, lovely girlfriend if that was all right that we tried all three pies Mm. or if she had some... As if she has some say in what goes on on the show. I should have just got the three pies, Andy. I should have got the three pies. Went in there, looked in my cart. Or actually, I just looked at the website and said that uh, Mm. both the beef and the chicken were sold out, Andy. I was uh, singing that real big fish song to myself. She has a girlfriend now? (laughs) Or is that Mighty Mighty Boss Tones? (laughs) No, that one's real big fish for sure. Uh, I was just singing that to myself, doing a little skanking. Wait, what song did you mean to say? It's sellout. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's by one gotcha. of those bands. Okay. I'm, I'm still not I, I don't know. 100% clear on who, uh, but the, 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 the meat ones were sold out. Andy, I, I looked in my cart and they were still sitting there in my cart. So I tried to see if I could maybe subvert the system uh-huh. and really screw up her orders <laughs> uh, and I went to check out and as I was trying to check out it removed them from the car so ended up with two veggies um, but it's okay Andy because uh, as listeners know I'm vegan now uh-huh. uh, really always have been <laughs> uh, just <have laughs> failed to mention it on the show mm-hmm. uh, now I got there a couple minutes before you, Andy. Yeah, we found out we, we were there about six minutes mm-hmm. apart. Mm-hmm. It, so I'm assuming that Eleanor didn't reveal to you that... uh, She did. I know it's coming. Because of my celebrity acumen, I received a beef and mushroom uh-huh. pie anyway. She told me that the uh, they hadn't quite figured out the yields for the fillings of the pies quite yet. So they uh-huh. had uh, some extra from what was actually ordered and uh, I probably got there at 530 so it certainly wasn't like about to wrap up or anything it was just extra that they had made she offered to even switch out both of my veggies for it uh, which maybe I wish I would have done after tasting both of them but I, I went in I went in and just got one of each because I, cause I wanted to try both sides of the rainbow the the beefy mushroomy side which uh I think the mushrooms in there makes that vegan Mm. (laughs) and the veggie side, which is obviously Mm -hmm. fully vegan. Just all those vegan veggies wrapped in buttery, buttery crust, (laughs) creamy filling. Like, oh, man, I just can't. Uh, Let's get into it, Andy. I'm going to let you lead it off with with the pies. You're you're going to let me start it? I'm I'm uh, going to be there (laughs) as... um, Michael McDonald would say. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, uh, there's, there's just, I mean, there's just three things to talk about. So I guess we just start with uh, the beef. Why not? Sure. I'm going to talk with, about the beef. Um, it was uh, delicious, Dan. It was like a southern pot roast. Mm-hmm. Just succulent. Strings of beef. We're mm-hmm. not talking cubes. This yep. is beef falling apart in there. And somehow the crust remained crispy. Um, not sure so. how that's possible as a uh, uh, moist... Uh, as the beef was, mm-hmm. uh, this was this was awesome. 
Andy, I don't know if you remarked on this. Yeah. Well, you certainly didn't remark on it. I was listening to you just now. Mm. <laughs> uh, did you say there was beef in there? Yeah, <laughs> I'm just there kidding. was some beef. <laughs> <laughs> the I'd say Eleanor really beefed it with this one. <laughs> Yo. The crack of that top crust mm. is so satisfying, Andy. I honestly wish I would have put uh, my phone mic up to it. I just don't think the quality of sound would no. have been super great. <laughs> Probably not. Uh but man, there was nothing more satisfying than cracking in to the top of that and just hearing all that flaky, buttery crust crack open. Uh, you know, actually, I take that back. The taste was more satisfying than that <laughs> uh, because I I think this might be the best thing I've ever had for the show, Andy. Really? I think that this beef pot pie might be my favorite thing I have ever had for this show. Are you Really? The crust, Andy, I mean, as I, good I, as her crust always I, is. I loved it. Don't get me wrong. I'm just surprised that you're that, I mean. That brown beef sauce filling cooked into the crust with the buttery brown bottom layer, the craggly top layer. I just, I don't, the mushrooms were perfect and like just cooked down all the way. Everything had a beautiful texture to it. Everything was just packed with savory flavor. I just, it, like a beef pot roasted mushroom is one of my favorite things anyway. And this is just packed into a pie crust that is already outstanding. And I think I might even prefer this savory pie crust to the uh, original sweet crust. Wow. I, 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 I love this. I, I, I hate to do this Dude. so early in the review, but truly, one of just fantastic. It's so good. I mean, I think I probably prefer this crust, too, because you have more of it. There's top crust. There's top crust, Andy. Uh-huh. It, it was awesome. I don't know. Like, I just, it was fantastic. Yeah. Um, we should have saved the beef for last, so you could have revealed that at the end of the review. But Always save the beef for last, <laughs> Andy. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> the the, the beef. <laughs> what about that chicken? Uh, I will say that I also love the chicken, but it was my least favorite of the three. Really? I, I really enjoyed it a lot. This is still. the one I didn't try. Oh, okay. I, it was... Uh, the chicken was uh, cooked through. It was high-quality chicken. No uh, raw chicken in there. No. Wow. <laughs> raw chicken. <laughs> Just... No, I tip you my cat tail. It was... You know, it was um, stringy pulled chicken in Ooh. there with a lot of vegetables. Love that. Get some, uh, I think, some carrots, some peas, that kind of thing mm. in there. And it was a pot pie. It was very. It wasn't a traditional southern pot pie, but it had the makeup of one, the composition of one. Sure. But it just had that whatever magic goes into that prairie pie crust, uh, and the filling was special too, Dan. This is like some of the best southern food you're gonna get in Springfield. Mm. Just was not expecting that. I realized it's uh, you know pot pie is a southern delicacy, but was not expecting just to be blown away by southern stew inside it, a pie. I mean, pot pies are just one of the best things that there are, like, right down to the bottom of barrel, Stouffer's pot mm. pie. Just a delicious dinner. Yeah. And for the record, like, you know, Eleanor is a friend of the show, and mm -hmm. I would say a very friendly acquaintance in real life. Um, just wouldn't have done this. Just we would not have yeah. talked about this if they'd been bad. Would not have mentioned it on the show. Yeah. So there's no, like... Uh, quid pro quo. Well, there's definitely not that because we're, we paid for these. Yep, we so we're not sure getting anything did. out of this. Um, anyway. I mean, this, I got this, a beef pot pie out of it whenever I was supposed to get a uh, Well, you still paid for a veggie, right? She literally said, um, I've been listening to the show and I hear you like beef. 
<laughs> or I hear you like meat is maybe what That's she so said. Good. It, was, it was so sweet of her That's to, great. to do that. Very, very kind. Uh, I will get to a story about her being generous after we finish our review of the pies. Wow. I mean, <laughs> we I only mean, got kind of. one pie to go, Andy. Should we speak on the yeah. mashed potatoes at all oh, before, yeah. before we get into the veggie um, pot pie? You mean the incredible mashed potatoes that were so buttery and creamy but also had texture because yeah. the skin was still on? Oh. They could have been nothing. They didn't have to be anything, yeah. Andy. It, it's just a vehicle for you to put that pot pie filling on, and yet she made some of the best mashed potatoes yeah. I've had in town. They're crazy. Definitely, I think, some sour cream in there, mm. at least like some some kind of cream element, because they're almost cheesy, but there's, you know, there's no cheese in there. You get the red potato skins, but not so... Not It's not chunky like potato salad like you get sometimes with a mashed potato. It uh, Just a fantastic... Re- really, really good. Yeah. Side the dish. blend of the potato with the crust. Mm-hmm. You kind of, I, I, yeah. You may be right. Yeah. That that particular combination may be the. It's one of the very best things I've tried on the show. It's just fantastic. I ate half of the pot pie and then I shoveled the rest of my mm-hmm. potato into that cavernous half that I had cored mm-hmm. out of the pie tin. So then it was all. It was. I was venturing into cottage pie territory. Hey, Eleanor, honestly, Andy. How about a potato pie? <laughs> Oh, I, I mean, I told my girlfriend, I would like a pie that's just crust, just layers of the crust <laughs> stacked atop each other. Uh, I, I'd eat that all day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Let's talk about that veggie last. You you got your veggie. Did you get two veggies plus an extra meat? No, I replaced one veggie okay. with a meat. Uh, she, like I said, she offered to replace both of them, but I figured for uh, purposes of the show, I would still uh, go for that veggie pie. And, uh, you know, speaking as a vegan, <laughs> really good. Really yeah. good stuff. Uh, already mentioned that buttery, buttery crust, which I think the veggie pot pie maybe had a little cheese melted on top of, like almost had like an uh-huh. Asiago baked cheese look yeah. to it. And uh, a cheesy, creamy filling inside. Tasted I, like the best cheesy broccoli you can imagine. Yeah, you got broccoli's in there. Mm-hmm. You got cheesy broccoli. That's where that goes, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Go ahead, That's please. There it goes. I was just trying to name the vegetables in uh-huh. there. I think maybe some celery cooked down pretty well. A carrot. Uh, uh, peas. This was my favorite one, Dan. Really? I thought Andy. the veggie was the, my, was the best one. It was really good. And I'm not even a vegan. So here's what I expected <laughs> from the veggie. Well, and speaking as a vegan, uh, if I could have this bad boy all day, <laughs> I, I'd i be even more vegan than I am. <laughs> uh, I really, really expected the veggie pot pie to be the chicken pot pie with no chicken. And I'm so happy that they are their own distinct pies. Mm. It, it, it uh, brings me a lot of joy. Yeah. This was so good. <laughs> it was Just so, so happy. Like I, and there's a little alley between uh, v- the Vito. Oh, I guess Vito's is uh, no longer going to be a pizza place. Vito's is now Prairie Pie. Pritos. Yeah. Pritos. I mean, she already was working out of there to make the mm-hmm. pies. They yeah. shared shared the space, so she rented it from her. Some kind of arrangement like yeah. that, but she kicked Vito out. <laughs> I think it's going to be him to the curb. She have you seen them? She could definitely take them. <laughs> Just pound them down to a little pulp on the wow. pavement out there on Jefferson Ave. <laughs> yes, uh-huh. Eleanor, who I would describe as a delicate flower of a person. <laughs> I wouldn't describe another human being that way. I don't think. <laughs> really? No, not anymore. <laughs> 
no, I'm not going to just no. I I almost want to edit you saying that out for your own benefit. Oh, I, <laughs> you know, she, she's just so sweet. I not that she couldn't beat me or Vito up. Um, I uh, certainly have a few times reached towards the phone uh, to call some kind of protective service for Vance. So I do know that she <laughs> uh, can put the hurt. <laughs> On a bald man who is taller than her. <laughs> but I am fairly certain that um, someone very uh, close to Vito is a Tower Club listener. <laughs> Perhaps his wife. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Well, you know, let's let's so, get Vito and, Vito and Fam on the pod. Somebody with that last name is a Tower Club member. Oh, awesome. Please, <laughs> come on the podcast. We love... Vito's Pizza, we love Prairie Pie. Yeah. Uh, it just a, a fantastic heralded Springfield so, space right there. Um, I did order a key lime pie as part of my order. And Me too. Uh, we took our stuff. Uh, we went and, you know, sat in the alleyway. I was with a, a small, a, three per, a group of three people, mm-hmm. three lovely individuals. Mm-hmm. Um, and we went and sat in almost the furthest back seat in the alley so we could see the, the alleyway. And it's just, just a line of circular tables, each with two seats, and we had to take one extra, you know, uh, over there. This is so important, Dan. It's no, like no, a, no. <laughs> like one of my stories. Yeah, and <laughs> there are some lights, you know, hanging overhead. Like, mm-hmm. not street lights, but hung lights that are on a string. Oh, sure. I guess they were strung overhead. <laughs> and so Eleanor bought the bag of food to the table and uh we proceeded to eat that food and then when we got to them we realized that the the key lime pie was not in the bag mm. so i went uh back to say where's my pie <laughs> no of course i said um i i think i think we ordered a key lime pie right and you know it wasn't in there whatever it was a very friendly exchange and they happened to be out and eleanor goes oh my mom just bought one let me go take hers <laughs> And she chased down her mom, who I know. Yeah. Um, actually had um, her brother as a student and for summer school. And that's another story that I'll get to. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, she chased her mom down and I got her, her mom's pie. <laughs> and that key lime pie, delicious. Yeah. So good. Really good. We've talked about it on the show yeah. before for the Vito's episode. Doesn't exactly have the consistency of your typical. It, there's no gelatinousness to it. Mm-hmm. I feel like you get gelatinous quality to a lot of key lime pies that you try then this uh, was not gelatinous at all yeah. just smooth a little creamy and that yeah. graham cracker crust oh, graham cracker crust is great. served with a lot of whip topping mm-hmm. but really the whole texture of it kind of mimics well, that whip topping you say whip topping like it's it's actual whipped cream yes. like yeah. it's actual whipped cream not mm-hmm. cool whip just the real deal she took the cream mm-hmm. she whipped it she up she whipped it we know she can she, we know she whips mm-hmm. you know <laughs> Yeah. Not just tall, bald men. No. She whips cream, <laughs> yes. too. Oh, yeah, certainly. Uh, a lot of forearm strength, I'm sure, to, <laughs> to whip that cream like that. She, she doesn't use a stand mixer or anything. Uh, Imagine yeah. people just talking about you on a show you listen to for like 20 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Boy, it sounds nice. I wish that would happen to us. Uh, Go yeah. listen to podcasts from Springfield. <laughs> no, I just think an occasional mention every now and again. <laughs> Love those guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, my girlfriend also had a slice of this key lime pie, which she is not a big fan of key lime pie. It was just the only dessert that was left there. There was actually still one of the mini pecan pies there, but I've just had their pecan pie so much mm-hmm. that I, I decided for a mm-hmm. key lime. And uh, it's really just like it does not have the processed key lime mm-hmm. flavor. There are clearly 
key limes being squeezed to make juice, mm-hmm. which is then being put in this topping, Andy. It's it's just so That's good. Great. It's very tart. Make your nose crinkle up a little bit. Um, or maybe that's just because I was stinky. <laughs> smelling your beard. Oh, yeah, I was eating it in the Ugh, shower. How do you deal with that? Smelling that thing all the time. <laughs> I mean, I've had a mustache for a long time. Um, it's, it's a little closer to my nose as uh, far as hair goes. So I walked in to when I was doing the key lime thing to go back inside to ask about the pie. Um, I saw the, the the boy I'd had in class before, and of course, and I said, I saw him. I said, Uh oh. <laughs> look at this guy yep. I was talking to a kid and he looked at me like I was a total freak. It's like, what? <laughs> and, um, I didn't identify myself. I just assumed that he was not, you know, it's a kid, not in the mood yep. to talk to a teacher. We were like summer school is different. Everybody's chill. Mm. It's really fun. It's a lot different than your typical teacher student thing. Yeah. And, um, I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Plus he like knew I knew his sister. <laughs> um, that was great. There were th- he was he had two cousins in that class, and it was so fun. It's like they were just having a great time all the time. Anyway, uh, so then I go. They, they they he and his friend or cousin or whatever left while I was talking to Eleanor, and then as I went back out, I like stopped and was like, "Do you recognize me? Do you remember who I am?" And he he shakes his head no, <laughs> and then I I was like, "Oh, it's because I'm wearing a mask." And I pulled the mask off, and then his face brightened up. I was like, "Oh, thank goodness, I'm not like <laughs> total freak show." Anyway, I thought that was pretty funny. You sure his face didn't brighten up because you are a total freak show? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he likes freaks. <laughs> Who doesn't? Kids mommy, love freaks. Mommy, freak. No, I, I, I had already said, hey, I, I talked to his mom. I was like, I'm sorry I took your pie. I'm sorry I stole your pie. She said, oh, I'm it's just okay. licking She's, key lime off your fingers. <laughs> and it was in my hand. Yeah. Well, I, I initially, I knew I was going to pass her. I was like trying to hide it behind my back or something so she didn't know it was me. And I realized, what am I doing? I know this person. And uh, I'm going to yeah, identify myself as the pie thief. <laughs> yeah. But then she said, "I've had a lot of I've had a lot of the pie." Yeah, I bet, I bet she's <laughs> she's tried more than her fair share of yeah. prairie pies. Prairie pie also got a t-shirts now. I have one. Um, really? Yeah. You grabbed one of those. I sure did. Wow. Yep. Andy copped it, as they say. He's a I bit of a hype it. beast. Yeah. Yep. Made a special trip to cop it. Wow. Did awesome. I? No, that was one of the last buffets I ever went to. Hmm. Yeah, I went to. I think I went to the pie night. Oh yeah. Awesome. Turns out Pie Night was finite. <laughs> Andy. Don't know if they're going to do that again. That's really good. I, know. I really like that. I, I did get a chance to speak with Eleanor a little bit about the future plans mm-hmm. of uh, Prairie Pie and uh, hope I'm not speaking too out of school here and you let me know what you think. But uh, she did say that they are thinking about doing another one of these bad boys for Halloween. I was mm-hmm. asking her if this was going to be like Pie Night, just a monthly thing. Uh I, I mean, is it public that she she has acquired the Vito's Kitchen space? I think and so. I think we'll it's, be yeah, running it is. It Prairie is. Pie full time out of that. Mm-hmm. I according to Eleanor, uh, this is straight from the horse's mouth. Uh, she so said, she's a "Delicate flower nerd. and scent. <laughs> <laughs> delicate flower and a horse." Okay, yeah, well, horses are majestic and delicate. <laughs> That's yeah, delicate <laughs> is what I would call a horse. <laughs> yeah. Uh, For the record, Eleanor. None of this came from me. <laughs> Eleanor, this is Andy speaking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, she remarked that sooner than later, this is going to be an everyday yep. thing. She said Andy. this was a trial run. These pot pies make it work. are on the menu. Uh-huh. Like you can walk in 
and get one of these pop pies. Yep. Just to reiterate, Dan said this is the best thing he's ever had on the show. I, re- I truly think that. And it's going to be a thing you can get any day. Yeah. I would put that beef uh, and mushroom pot pie straight into the Pantheon if we did that kind of stuff for the Tower Club episodes. Mm. We just don't, folks. You're going to have to go to the main feed episodes for those, which, of course, for you right now are ad-free. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I, I just, I loved this. I'm so excited for it to be a full-time thing. Uh, I, I think she said it may be after the holidays because they're very busy for, Mm -hmm. uh, Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. and, uh, holiday season, rightfully so go out and get yourself a delicious prairie pie for, for your upcoming holiday affairs. And, uh, if, if you're, you're in the spooky mood on Halloween, go get yourself a pie and just, it's, it's scary how good it is. Andy ghost your boyfriend Mm -hmm. and go get a pie. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a good night. Cool. Dan. Well, yeah, I'm just, that was such a, everything about that was great. It was fantastic. Yeah. So Dan, I got I have a I got a question for mm. you, and uh, I don't know you may be sensitive about this, mm. but um, what y'all been eating with your eyes and ears? <laughs> this is a what you eating episode, by the way. <laughs> you just have to allow me to collect myself real quick. Mm. I just wasn't expecting <laughs> that thing for that this to be thrust was on, on the notes you made. Yeah, <laughs> Andy, uh, what what have I been eating? Mm. Chai eyes and ears. I'm not sure where that like bit came from. I don't, pet. Why I, t- <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why, where the CHs came from. And I guess, guess just chew. I think it's like many bits, just something that you misspoke. Yeah, it's I think it just came out of your mouth. Um, oh, man. What am I been eating? I have been consuming a lot of King of the Hill right now, Andy. Mm. Um, it's what we fall asleep to every night. And uh, it just seems to be extra right now. It's so comforting. You know, we're living in a new house, uh, still figuring out all the uh, uh, creaks and croaks of this house that was built you in the 1890s. In yeah, maybe. Uh, it, it, it's a noisy house. And, and we live on the bottom floor with some people above us. So, uh, huh. we pretty much have King of the Hill running all night long. We'll put it on, on like a second season episode and wake up and it'll be mid fourth season. Like really just that runs through horrendous to me. Oh, couldn't yeah. sleep with TV on. Uh, we only sleep with TV on. I think I could sleep just fine with it. Not on, but, uh, it's definitely something imposed on me by my girlfriend, Uh, especially just King of the Hill. There are other things we'll switch it up to every once in a while. Some Golden Girls or another sitcom, uh, home movies, another Mm, favorite. Yeah, that's so good. But, uh, you know, this is just kind of a public service announcement from me to the listeners. I grew up here in the Ozarks. Um, uh, King of the Hill, obviously, a show that takes place in Arlen, Texas. Uh, my my middle brother was a big fan of it growing up, named mm-hmm. as Gecko Hank after <laughs> Hank Hill. I always hated King of the Hill. Really was not a fan of it uh, whenever it was airing, and I think I just had some like anti-Southern bent to it or some like wanting to reject 
not the region of the air, the world that I come from, but uh, I'm, not, I'm certainly not from down in Texas. But uh-huh. I don't know something about the uh, trying to buck that country feel that sometimes gets cast on people from Southwest Missouri yeah. made me just totally reject this television show. Uh, but I gotta say, Andy, it's it's fantastic. It's one of the funniest shows ever mm-hmm. made. I think I might prefer it to The Simpsons at this wow. point, which is also a show that you're not super well versed in. I've, I've probably seen more King of the Hill than Simpsons. Oh, man. It's so, so good. There's just some episodes that I've seen uh, I, I probably like 50 times now, just mm-hmm. in the six years I've been dating my girlfriend. It coming to Hulu was a, a real revelation for us because we were... It's weird that in two years of the show, you've only added one year to that relationship. Really? <laughs> what? I think you've said five at the first year in. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. Who can keep track anymore, <laughs> Andy? It's like... Maybe that was me saying five. Is, is it from our first date? Is it from whenever we pulled that jewel heist? <laughs> is it whenever we both got out of the clink for you were, it? together from your first date on right yeah 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 pretty much yeah yeah and that is what i count as our anniversary january 5th oh baby it's coming up and i know that you're listening to these tower club episodes because you only listen to the tower club episodes not the main feed <laughs> episodes but i just love you baby and also we've been watching pin 15 on hulu mm. which is uh we just finished second season yeah. of that i think that's a straight up masterpiece of a tv show i it, it, i really love it i haven't been watching much as i and i i will talk about what's going on eventually sure some pieces kind of have to fall into place yeah and i'll talk about it parts of it (laughs) (laughs) anyway um have had a lot going on haven't watched a whole lot Uh, i did watch an episode of the show tales from the tour bus which is also a mike judge show Hmm. on cinemax where he interviews mike judge and cameron crow or maybe it's kind of a it's sort of a cameron crow kind of vibe but he talks to people who were on the road crews or in the bands of famous musicians and tells they tell their stories and memories of famous musicians and it animates those stories because a lot of times those stories are fairly animated and not necessarily they don't necessarily have uh, a, a strong relationship with reality and sure. truth you know they're they're it's animated versions of these people's memories yeah. and we watched the episode about johnny paycheck who did uh Take this job and shove it. Ooh. First up, the first season's about country. Second season's about funk, and uh, I loved it so much. This sounds awesome. It I really want to check this out. It was really shaggy. It was just these guys sharing anecdotes, mm-hmm. and some of it was pretty heartfelt. Some of it was very funny. Some of it's dark yeah. and um, vulgar and crass, uh, as you might expect from a Mike Judge show on Cinemax, mm-hmm. not limited by uh, the, the Dad Gum FCC. Mm, yep. <laughs> <laughs> thought that was really good. Also, I've rewatched uh, two old movies. Um, uh, we went to Jake's house the other night and watched Tremors in the Backyard uh, with some people. Actually, Vivian, previous guest Vivian, oh, was, awesome. was there too. Had a great time talking, hanging out with her. Real spring food backyard party wow. without you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, if... <laughs> If Jake would have thought to invite you, you probably wouldn't have come yeah, anyway. No, 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 I, I doubt it. I do like Tremors, though. Yeah. Great movie. And uh, a lot of fun. Yeah. I had fun uh, telling people what Zydeco music was because there is a out-of-nowhere montage set to Zydeco music really? in Tremors where they're pole vaulting from one run rock to the next. So we really got to limp this bad boy to 90 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> yeah. It's like... Uh, 
slightly more energetic polka music. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that's a great way to describe <laughs> it. And hey, thanks, buddy. I like to describe <laughs> music. It's like a, a, a pastime of yeah. mine. Um, a lot of fun watching Tremors. No tension whatsoever. Sure. Not a movie that builds any tension. Just fun. Mm-hmm. Pure fun. Can't even see those worms most of the time. Yeah. They're when, under the ground. And when you do, they look dumb. It's a lot of people <laughs> running from like a bump in the ground yeah. following them. I do. I like, like Tremors a lot. Yeah. Kevin Bacon's such a uh, great leading he's great. 90s actor. Reba McIntyre's in it. She's and awesome. she rules. With the elephant gun. Yeah. Real good. Um. Oh, other one that I rewatched, Dan, mm. probably the movie that has made, this is a movie that has impacted me personally more than any other movie in the history of movies that I have seen. That is Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. I was talking about Magic Mike. Mm. No, um, <laughs> hey, we, <laughs> I'm talking we, about, uh, we both got there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that thing you do! Wow! Exclamation awesome, yeah. point uh, from the year 1990. Produced by Jonathan Demme, I just found That's out. That's correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you just rewatch it? Also, no. I was just uh, reading about Jonathan Demme. Oh yeah, very love John. Love Jonathan Demme yeah. as just as a human being. There was another slightly more successful podcast than ours that covered a film mm-hmm. of his recently. I w- might have been listening to that podcast yeah. as I was setting up. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Are you listening to Blank Check now? No. Oh no! I was talking about uh, um, are you talking talking oh, heads? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They just talking talking sense. Head. Yeah. Blank check just did Jonathan Demme the whole oh, awesome. the whole filmography. Yeah. But anyway, so I thought you were referring to. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> Nicole Byers on today's episode. You probably oh, probably really? like talking Back what? to the Future too. Oh, mm-hmm. awesome. Anyway, um, that thing you do, Dan. I love this movie. Truly, madly, deeply, fantastic, s- savage love. Yeah, really good movie. <laughs> Steve Zahn. So good. He, Love he Zahn. Is, he, he holds that movie together. Mm-hmm. Um, Ethan Embry, is that the guy's mm-hmm. name? Bo- he, his great. character's name is TB Player. <laughs> the bass player. Yeah. And there's several parts where like one character will run down the other characters and like by name and say, well, this person means this and this person does this. And they always skip over TB Player. They never talk about <laughs> Ethan Embry. That is so funny that his name is TB Player. Mm-hmm. That's Isn't it good? Great. Yeah. And you don't find out until... The credits that his name is TB player. Yeah, oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> um, he's also great in the movie. Mm-hmm. He's really good. Uh, it, structurally, it's a it is a perfect movie, with the exception of the Liv Tyler character, who is not a character. She's sure. she's nothing. She's I, and I hate this, but she's very much just a a pretty face and voice in the movie, and she's literally passed from one character to another and that is her function she's like a reward for being a good person you hate it because it takes away from how pretty tom hanks is and you think that he should be the pretty face in the <laughs> yeah, movie sure. it's, there's a lot of pretty faces in that movie uh not the least of which is tom everett scott the guy that plays <laughs> guy patterson the drummer and the the coolest person who's ever been he's not even that cool like he's just kind of a dork who gets to do this cool thing and decides sure. to make life changes based on it which yeah. is see how that relates to <laughs> how I connect with that a little bit. Yeah. Anyway, I, I wanted to play music because of this movie, Dan. Like that, really? that's, this is what got me into music pretty much. 1996 went to my first concert there in, uh, I believe April, 1998. And, uh, I, I knew really early on that was for me, but I just love this movie so much. Yeah. Um, great movie. It's really good. And, uh, the dude that wrote the song, that thing you do mm-hmm. co-wrote it, yeah. I should say with Tom Hanks, Adam Schlesinger, Died earlier this year, and it made me real sad. Yeah. Um, shouldn't have. Shouldn't, shouldn't have happened. But anyway, um, love that. That's, that's all I've watched. That's everything I've watched. Um, have been, you know, still trying to listen to podcasts when I can, but 
just been busy and working on the computer all day makes me not want to look at screens at home, hey, unfortunately, which is yeah. a bummer because that is what I do for fun. You been eating so. anything with your ears? Um, yeah. Uh, I've really been enjoying that. I've still, I'm still listening to the Idols album. Mm-hmm. Um, what did I? What have you been eating with your ears? Oh boy, Andy! Uh, you mentioned podcasts on the podcast front. I've been listening to a fantastic podcast called "This Is Branchburg." Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an absolutely an Adult Swim production. Every episode runs fifteen to twenty minutes long, and it's a sketch comedy podcast about a little town in New Jersey where everybody's just weird. Uh, hosted by some folks named Brendan and Corey. Don't know much about them, mm. uh, but it's it's just hilarious. It's one of the funniest podcasts I've ever heard. I really love it. Uh, they got some guest stars on this season, and uh, it, it it it's it's unlike any other podcast I've ever heard. Really easy listen, super short episodes. You can bang through it all in an afternoon, like I almost did. Now on the music front, Andrew. On the music front. On the music front. If we talking music. We are. We've now passed the length of the episode we recorded earlier Incredible. today. Incredible. We just have such a good time here together, mm-hmm. Andy. We sure do. Um, weirdly enough, in the last two weeks, I've uh, been a big... F- I mean, I've been listening to a ton of music, actually. Uh, a, there's too much to even mention, so I'm going to go with two which are kind of spiritually connected. Mm-hmm. Uh, Neil Cesarega's Mouth Dreams, which is available on SoundCloud right now. It's a mashup sort of pastiche album, a yeah. la, like, Girl Talk, but uh, uh, comedy-based. Mm. Very, yeah. very funny songs on there. Um, particularly my favorite on there is the, uh, mashup of Johnny Cash's Folsom prison blues over the instrumental for who bestanks the reason yeah. with, uh, some backing vocals off of Justin Bieber's baby. <laughs> uh, just it, that it sounds really annoying, but truly it is like a pretty song and funny. Uh, they do, uh, he does a cut of, uh, lit's my own worst enemy where he just has the singer repeat. I'm sleeping with my clothes on. Yeah. Uh, j- it really funny stuff. I Neil Cesar has three more of these mixtapes. This one's called mouth dreams. It's the most recent in a series. They're all kind of internet meme based music uses all the big touchstones of, uh, both popular music and kind of novelty music of the last 20 30 years and just spins them on their head. Uh, that one features a uh, rendition of Alanis Morissette's ironic, I believe over the Knight Rider theme, which brings me to my other, what I've been eating with my ears, which is a uh, deer hoofs new covers album, which they also cover the Knight Rider theme mm. within the huh. span of one day. I, I was listening to these two uh, brand yeah. new works oh. of music. And, uh, I have a thing like that. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you, you don't know Deerhoof? They're a real fun, kind of experimental, noisy rock band. Mm-hmm. Uh, heavy on having fun and heavy on grooves. Real great rhythm section in Deerhoof. I'm a big fan. They're not it, not too weird most of the time. You know, they they definitely venture into weird territories, but particularly their uh, Night Rider theme cover off of this new album love dash lore their album of like 30 covers in 40 minutes 
is, is just fantastic. They're they're just having so much fun and they're locked into a real heavy groove on that one. Uh, yeah, check out Deerhoof. Yeah. They're a cool band. They've been Fun around band. forever. They have been around forever. They've got too much music yeah. to listen to a lot of it. it I, they don't. I don't know. Their music is like so weird and usually contemporary that it doesn't. It's so it's such a surprise. I've been around that long. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever, no, you, whenever I, you hear I, it for the first time. Um, they're great. I have been listening to records at my house. Don't let me don't let me forget to tell the story I was sure. listening to where I had a uh, song uh, coincidence thing. Maybe it's more than that. Mm. Maybe it's serendipity. <laughs> Uh, I've been listening to records in my house. Yeah. Um, just breaking those out. Haven't done that in a while. But just spending a lot of time just hanging around, hanging around the house, uh, talking, which has been great. You know, uh, haven't listened to the records in a long time because usually I refer to myself as a codependent relaxer. Dan, mm-hmm. got to have somebody else around to, in order to, to calm I down and, and relax. Uh, you know, I'm pretty driven, pretty driven to do stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, suffice it to say, I've had some time to just hang around. Reconnect with some old records. Listen to my old Boris Yeltsin records. Oh, Most wow. Boris Yeltsin. I uh, was disappointed to find that I, I, I'd mixed, up, mixed it up in my head. I, I thought I had the original uh, vinyl release of Broom before they signed to Polyvinyl. And uh, the, the Polyvinyl remastered. And I think the remaster doesn't sound as good. Oh, man. really? It's my opinion. Uh, but I remember that I have the CDs, two copies of the CDs, and I only have the Polyvinyl version on vinyl mm. but i uh, made that discovery after telling that whole story and like we're gonna hear the real version and we're gonna listen to the set the whole thing up and then well wow. wasn't able to knock it down damn well wow. uh your version of relaxing uh explaining the two no. different versions of a local listen, rock band's Dan, album. <laughs> when you find somebody who likes to hear you say stuff like that you know it's a big deal man <laughs> People pay to hear this. Someday me. I'll, People pay I'll to hear find me say somebody this. like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, seems like you weren't, you were seemed to be enjoying yourself as I was talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> you seemed pretty engaged. Maybe more engaged as I was, as I was staring off in the distance telling the story. Yeah, you I were just looking love someone still me. loves you, Boris. Yeah, yeah, just great. you bringing it up was like, I, yeah. I really want to go back and listen to Broom. I would love a nice, uh, final, crisp copy of that. I'd love to have any member of that band on the show. I mean, I know Phil. Like, I'm actually, I know Phil and Will. It feels like it would be exceedingly easy yeah. to get one of them on the show. I mean, Phil doesn't live here anymore. He'd be the most likely. And he also used to write about food under a pseudonym. Oh, really? Uh, I guess I, I mean, it's Tower Club. Who cares? I can say whatever, but fill my guts up. What's his pseudonym? <laughs> That's it. That's so good. <laughs> you got to bring that back when we eventually get him on the show. Um, anyway, listen to that. Uh, I've listened been listening to the Will Butler album. Do you know who Will Butler is? I don't really. I've seen he, his name in publications recently. He's a member of Arcade Fire and the brother of the leader of Arcade Fire, Win Butler. Oh, I kept on just seeing him and I was like, no, that's not the guy from Arcade that's Fire. That's Win Butler. Yeah. Will Butler is Win's brother. Okay. And he is a really, I don't want to say he's a great songwriter. He's a really fun songwriter. Mm. Um, it's, it's, imagine if like the suburbs had some levity because Arcade Fire got more laid back and for better or worse, funnier on their last two albums. Like sure. they were a very serious band up to a certain point whenever they this started being funny and got a little more opinions about their music, got a little bit more divisive. Sure. Though I am fully on the they're still great train. When you make an album that's a 4.5 instead of a 5, your fans should not turn on you. I think that's a real <laughs> lame thing to do. 
Uh, look at every arc of every career. There's peaks and valleys, and their valleys are so high. That's why we only release fives, baby. Yeah, that's right, yeah. No Despite valleys the fact that we here. Alluded to having two episodes that we actively don't like. Those are just <laughs> ones we don't like. The fans oh, still yeah. eat that crap up, well, Andy. One of them, one of them, the fans did like. <laughs> anyway, um,. That Will Butler album is uh, so fun. Um, he's not the best lyricist, but he's got a really expressive, passionate yelp of a voice. And he's, he does a lot of really fun stuff with it. Like he'll do a, he's not, he doesn't have a good falsetto, but he'll jump into a falsetto, uh, like a, kind of a bad falsetto in a way that's really fun to listen to. Just, just listen to it. Just listen to the song Surrender. Put it on for somebody the other night. It's like, just. I didn't say this, but like, just surrender to this song. <laughs> he makes it real easy. They're so fun. Listen to Will Butler. Try yeah, that album out. Sounds great. I like his first album better. I can't remember the title of the other one, but you know how the internet works. Two thousand yeah. one came out in 2015. One came out in 2020. Just find it. It's good. Um, I think that's about it. Let me tell the story, Dan. Um, Please. I had my... Uh, I'm going to have to have... You know, because I had that neurosurgery early this year, mm. a pituitary thing, and which I guess canonically we're not going to talk about anymore. This is not a story about that. This is a story about music uh so i had to go i'm gonna have to get my hormones checked every six months and have to have mris i don't know semi-regularly or whatever for the remainder of my life it seems like mm. uh i don't mind being in an mri have you ever had that you ever done that no, i have not um i you know i, I str- struggle a lot to maintain control of most aspects of my life and sometimes it's just really nice to totally submit and just like not have any yeah. it's, it feels really good you gotta get one so of these like, tubes here <laughs> <laughs> well pop in the tube yeah it's not like that i have the, <laughs> i'd have the power to turn my to you know pull myself out and get back in and everything <laughs> can't have that um whenever you do this dan they put you in the tube and you have to say totally still for about 45 mm-hmm. minutes and there's loud whirring and mechanical noise very loud mm-hmm. like um like airport loud yeah. maybe not quite that loud but extremely loud enough that you have to wear earplugs and they put headphones over your earplugs oh wow! Okay. you get to pick the music that you listen to and i'm sorry listeners if i've already told the first part of this but the first time i, I picked um indie rock this is my third mri in the span of a mm-hmm. year the first time i said i just put on like an indie rock station that's how i learned that i don't like indie rock anymore <laughs> i probably you know in that span of time you probably hear like 15 songs i think i liked two of them mm. and oh just like cutesy sing-songy terrible terrible music the, do you they just what? let you go by genre you can't pick no, a uh, you it's pandora so i, I oh. wised up and the next time i picked gangster rap because I, I thought it would be fun to listen to gangster sure. rap or get an mri and part of uh, part of that that was hard because i think some stuff made me laugh mm-hmm. and i had to like stifle laughter while i was in the mri i was like oh, i can't also put some movement through your body yeah no good um no you know what I can separate what my body is doing from what I'm listening to, and I learned that while running. So now oh, I, can, okay. I can listen to sure. really slow music or like emotional music while I'm running, and it doesn't affect my rhythm okay. at all. So I think I've pretty successfully separated what my body's doing from what my ears are hearing. Sure. <laughs> my ears are part of my body. <laughs> but, you know. Prove it. <laughs> <laughs> I just pulled my headphone off for Dan to see. Uh, it is fully attached still. Um, Okay, so this time I I was trying to think because a lot of the gang like half the gangster rap I didn't care for because sure. a lot of it was modern stuff. You know, we've talked about modern rap before. I don't dislike mm-hmm. it, but it's just not doesn't hit the same way for yep. me. Um, I was trying to figure out like 
an artist or a genre that I could pick? A genre is not going to work because there's bad stuff in every mm -hmm. genre. So what, what is an artist I can pick that everything in the web of other artists is going to come up in the artist station? What, what, am I, what artists am I going to like everything or like most of it? He went Gigi Allen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I picked. Uh, <laughs> I, there are directions I could go with that. I don't want to pick any of them. There's, there's, there's no, no good ones. There's not many directions we can actually go with um, <laughs> No, I picked Uncle Tupelo, Dan. Oh, sure. Okay. Um, you know, Jeff, it was uh, Jeff Tweedy, the dude that went to, on to form Woco, and oh, I can't, I know this dude's name. Spencer but it's, or something? I don't remember. There's dude, yeah, there's dude named Spencer. That's not, hmm. uh, the other guy went on to form Sun Vault when they broke up. Sure. And sort of everything in that realm, I can get down with. And it's all, some of it is fast, but most of it is pretty relaxing music, and so everything that was coming on was like alt country from the 90s, you know, mid 90s, that kind of thing. So sure. you get your drive-by truckers in there. Plus you would get, there were obviously Woco songs. There were like Mermaid Avenue, the Billy Bragg and Woco, which comes up as a different artist. Mm. And that, that was part of it. Like all these other projects, some Jeff Tweedy solo stuff in there, some Sun Vault stuff in there. Get any R Ryan Adams in there? The no, canceled Ryan Adams? I don't think so. Good. I, I they do canceled really, him from uh, Pandora. I do really like some Ryan Adams stuff. Yeah, never really give it a listen. Anyway, um, so cut to a few days later, we were messing around at band practice and we're getting pretty decent at playing the songs. You know, we're at adding a song every two weeks or so and we had about 45 minutes of practice left and I started playing one of the two songs that I'm able to play that I didn't write, which is uh, Dead Flowers by the Rolling Stones. Mm. And we just jammed on that for a little while and I love that song. Love that song. The line, um, uh, I'll be in my basement room with a needle and a spoon and another girl to take my pain away. I think it's like one of the best, saddest lyrics ever written. What do you think he's talking about there? I think he's about talking about doing heroin, Dan. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> was about comparing like, his life. To, so in a cozy for his uh, yeah, spoon. He's comparing what his life is like to this woman that's long gone. Um, and it's just one of the best songs. It's a real great kiss off song. And Dan, I was sitting there in the MRI machine um, two days later. To one day later, two days, two, it doesn't matter, two days later, and that song came on while I was doing the MRI, oh, and wow. it's not even, it makes sense musically, but as far as the web of artists and everything, the and Rolling Stones the dearth of Rolling Stones songs it could yeah. have even chosen. They picked, like, there's some other earnest Rolling Stones songs that are country-ish, but not a lot that are, like, in that tier of quality. And it just came on, and it was, I mean, it doesn't mean anything, but it was just kind of a nice bit of serendipity, because I hadn't listened to the Rolling Stones version of that in forever. Well, not forever, a long time. Sure. I, I sit around and play that song by myself a lot, and it was just very, I had no control over what was happening, and that song played, and it was really just a lovely human experience that I had. That's awesome. Yeah. So there's that. I guess that's all. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> secure in my masculinity saying that peg <laughs> I'm gonna go. I don't put my hands in without my permission <laughs> I do not like this character <laughs> I don't, they're all offensive yeah <laughs> all right so with these mics
put them right up on your mouth. They've been sanitized. Put them right up on your lips. Makes them sound best. Boop, boop, boop. If they're not touching your lips, they're not close enough. I like to do circles with mine. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good exfoliator for your lips. I like to do the entire alphabet with it because I'm told that works. (laughs) Knowing that you sanitized it, I I now feel comfortable with my mask down. So... (laughs) If you don't break out tomorrow, you've done it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just let me get it over with, is, is my opinion. I'll, I'll break out from my mask knee, which is the, which is worse than the disease, in my opinion. Hmm? Oh, yeah. You like, see my little uh, zit up here. What a wuss. Uh, well, yeah, we've all it, seen it. We've certainly noticed it. <laughs> I just don't. I wish my mask came up. A little more <laughs> that could, could get it. I do. I've, I've got a red guy right on the tip of my nose that was probably caused by the mask, but is also hidden by the mask. So. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Wind, I don't wind, have wind oh, having a beard's great. That's what I say. You can't see Blake's. Oh, yeah. He has a beard. Uh, I have a question. Is mm-hmm. SPS going back to seated schooling soon? We don't know for sure, but that's the that's the general I thought idea right now. I because my be. sister said I'm they're voting on it, the school board or but something. Did they stop seated schooling? No. Yeah. They have seated or uh, virtual, right? Mm-hmm. So you can choose, but I think they want to make it all seated, where you don't have the choice anymore. Well, no, we'll still something. have the choice. Really? The kids, okay. the kids are parents are already opted in for full time virtual. Okay. Um, till I don't know through what the Monica first, was talking semester. about. Maybe she's confused. No, kids are going Monday, Tuesday, or Thursday, Friday. So kids are going two days a week right now. Okay. And the choice is to have them go. The vote is to con- either continue doing that or to move those kids to five days a week. Oh, okay. Yeah. But my kids, will, I'm teaching full-time virtual right now. I'll stay full-time virtual. That's my understanding, at least. Andy makes them sit, too. So it's, like, not even a big difference. <laughs> yeah, they're all, they all sit. <laughs> he, he, he's pretty strict about it. All sit down, Chad! <laughs> I, saw you, I, th- I saw you get up to use a restroom. Not allowed. <laughs> sit back down. Your g- <laughs> he, he does let them have fun names, though. Which yeah, I do. Which are great. It's really fun. Yeah. yeah. It is um, so funny to see what kids come up with. Mm-hmm. Like, the, what do they put? The, like that for Harambe? <laughs> I mean, no, I would love it if they that's did. Not far off. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's, it's like PG versions. Some yeah. of them will. They love saying butt and butthead. They say no, I don't. I won't like correct them. <laughs> butthead car is the best. <laughs> that was, that's my been my favorite one so far. Butthead car in parentheses host. <laughs> nice. Didn't one of them call them like Mr. Andy Carr's wife or something? Mr. Carr's oh, wife. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's been on there before. So good. Yeah. Is um, it a female student? I cannot say. Actually, because okay. I, I don't remember. <laughs> no, I mean, either way, it's funny. It's, it's yeah. funny both ways. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, all right. So we'll jump into it here in a moment. Please try not to cuss so I don't have to edit. We, 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 we can stop ourselves from yeah. being bad, correct? Mm-hmm. When we need to. I wanted to ask, can I swear on this, but on the air? <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, sure. I just want it to be on the recording where I'm saying, can I swear on this? You have now, a, you had two way. jokes that you were rolling in with, right. and you've said them No, both. I'm out of jokes. Oh, yeah. Josh, so I'm done. right on the mouth okay, whenever sorry, you're doing sorry. There you go. That's oh, perfect. We have, just like we have problems with him every right time. Right on it. It sounds so good. Uh-huh. There's a lot of problems with me every time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are we ready? I'm re- mm-hmm. This fact Ready. might take me a couple oh, okay. yeah. cool. times. We going? Mm-hmm. Springfield, Missouri was built in a hor- Springfield, Missouri was built in a hurry. Not to worry, just don't scurry down Drury in a blurry fury of flurries. Li- 
<laughs> Springfield, Missouri was built in a hurry. Not to worry. Just don't scurry down Drury in a blurry fury of flurries. L- <laughs> I'm leaving it all in. <laughs> Springfield, Missouri was built in a hurry. Not to worry. Just don't scurry down Drury in a blurry fury of flurries with your less than sturdy hurdy-gurdy lest you break it here in Springfield, Missouri. Thank Wonderful. You. <laughs> <laughs> That's an all-timer. <laughs> Thank you. Live to a hard drive from the deep, dark heart of Vic Lurvie Park. You're listening to Spring Food Mo, America's number one podcast by restaurants in Springfield, Missouri. My name is Andy Carr. And my name is Dan Howe, and you know it's still Dan Tober, baby. Dan Tober. Nah.